1972, a crack commando unit was sent to prison by a military court for a crime they didn't commit. These men promptly escaped from a maximum security stockade to the Los Angeles underground. Today, still wanted by the government, they survive as soldiers of fortune. If you have a problem, if no one else can help, and if you can find them, maybe you can hire the A-Team. Live from the Man Cave, last day of February. Glad to see it go. Rob Gregg and Steve all in studio here today. Welcome, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning, guys. What's new in the world? Um, Beside, hopefully, the end of Snowpocalypse. I don't think we're there yet. I, think it, I don't uh, think we're there, yeah. I don't think we're there yet. You still got some more snow coming up. Well, we have we're our first cold. ever birthday show today. It is Rob's birthday. That's true. Rob, that's, at that's the true. tender age of 35. 35? Oh, it's not 45? Okay, I thought it was 45. You're 35? Yeah. Yeah, I am 35. I thought you were just one year older than us. <clears throat> no, two years. Wow. Well, you're, you know, you're a youngin' because you, 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 know, you got the early birthday, <laughs> or the late birthday as it goes. Yeah, I guess you're right. Um, what, so what did you have planned for the birthday? Anything exciting? Uh, no. Because I, I did we actually. didn't plan a damn thing, right, Steve? No, I, I, no, I didn't, uh, there's no strippers you? coming in. There's no... No, nothing. Well, we we got to get a budget for the, the stripper stage. He's married. No, that, that means you're right in the prime of your stripper stage, actually, <laughs> once you're married. <laughs> Mid- so talk crisis. to us, man. You're 35. What's up, man? This talk is the midlife crisis. Is it the midlife crisis? Is 35 the midlife? I don't know, man. Somebody told me that. I thought it was 50. I thought so, too. But someone's like, no, 35. I'm like, oh, yeah. I thought we were all living longer now. I thought that was how it worked. I think you get two midlife crises. I think you get one at 35 and one at 50. Yeah. Okay. You should start buying things now. I, I like would love to do that, things. but should, I, have, I have no control over my money. To, you should show up to Brian's house in a Harley one in a Harley? <laughs> you know, I, I actually suggested that to, to my wife last week. I said, you know, maybe I should buy a Harley, like, like you know, a motorcycle. And she's like, she looked at me and started laughing. What, wait, That's why? what she thinks of me as a man. You really thought you were, gonna, you were, you were actually going to buy one? I, I, was, I was contemplating, like, doing something cool for myself. Like, really? Okay. Because, you know, you know I'm, I'm, I'm kind of <gasps> one of those people that are afraid of everything. Like, I don't really like doing a lot of stuff. So it's well, like, oh, yeah, but a, a riding a motorcycle is a valid fear. It's not like uh, walking so? down the street or being afraid to walk down the well, street I mean, there, it's or mostly, flying a plane. You know, well, that, that I'd be afraid of, flying a plane. No, no, yeah. flying in a plane. Oh, that's uh, irrational. Okay, yeah. Okay, that's um, true. You're afraid of a lot of things? I don't get yeah, that from you. Yeah. yeah, I don't get that. I have a lot of irrational fears. Really? Okay. Yeah. You got to get planes, over Planes, everything, man. right? No, no, I'll fl- I have no problem flying. Uh, skydiving, of course. Oceans. Uh, like skydiving is not an irrational fear. That's not an irrational fear, fear That is a normal fear. Yeah, that's that is normal, totally I rational. Yeah. I would say that's pretty normal. Yeah. All right, give me another one. Uh, I don't really like the ocean. I don't swim in it. Um, All right. I don't like small boats. I don't go on them. <laughs> Come on. Man. Small boats? Yeah, small boats. What do you mean, like a small boat? Like a dinghy or a... Uh... Well, definitely a dinghy, yeah. But but even like, you know, like uh, like a 25-footer. I wouldn't go on there. What a if, cruise ship what is if, really uh, the only thing I, I like What if she on. took you on a romantic... Boat on like, Central what Park. What do you mean, like a romantic? You no, know, she went to Central Park. Is there one a of those Central boats? Would you um, go on that? Is that that would probably be okay because it's not the ocean. Okay. Oh, it's just the ocean. Yeah, I'm All not right. a big fan of the open. Water what do you think concept? is the worst that can happen to you if you come across these type of things? You what do you think mean? You're gonna just drown? You think you're just gonna be caught up in the wave and die and never come? I mean, what's up? I mean, what are you thinking about? What crosses your mind? Um, a lot of things cross my mind. Um, okay. You know, in the ocean, sharks. Well, not a big fan of sharks. Did you have a tragic boogie board accident when you were younger? <laughs> no, I, I never almost drowned or anything like that. Okay. I think I think it was. And I think the ground... ocean's really dirty. Like I just, I'm just around here. Yeah, you I'm just not a big fan of it. Out of it could have been some groundbreak. Uh, I mean, no. Groundbreaking episodes from certain eighty shows and ninety shows that Rob saw as a kid. It was like, you did know anybody what? drown in the eighties or nineties? Hey, you know show? that happened to me. I had an irrational fear for a long time. Yeah, I didn't tell about it. Yeah, about let me tell you this. I watched. I forget what show. I think it was uh, Move. What was it Move on Up? Was that the name of it? What was that show? What? Jeffersons. Jeffersons. Thank you. Up. And they got stuck in an elevator. 
And it was like crazy traumatic. And I remember watching, I could still see the episode as a kid right now. And for the longest time, I was petrified of elevators. I knew you had a rational fear of glass elevators. Is yeah. this where that came from? It, I mean, a little bit. I mean, that? that's more of like a heights thing than anything else. But uh, I don't really have these issues anymore, thankfully. But uh, as a kid, and even up to early 20s or something, that it was <laughs> ridiculous. You know, just completely ridiculous. Um, I, I knew somebody who had a, a real like fear of bridges. They didn't like to go over bridges. Mm. I mean, and I thought that was kind of weird. But then they're like, well, I have my own, so... Did they, did they ever tell you what that was based from? No, no, oh. no, they never did. Okay. A lot of times I feel like people can't explain the, the reasoning. Like, you had a real no, reason. No, there, there's something behind you it. You had a real just, reason. Yeah, they haven't been able to really look into it. There's definitely, there's always a reason that creates these, these fears. But that doesn't mean you know what they are a lot of times. No, you need not. someone to help you break it down, but uh, or sometimes it's deeper than just, you know, watching You guys sound like a Jeff bunch of punks, episode. man, these fears. What are you, you're not afraid, you afraid of anything? You're not afraid of anything? No, man, I'm afraid of what? What are you afraid of, poodles? No, See, you need to be a little bit more honest on the show. Yeah, I, I think, am being honest. I think you're shutting out uh, <clears throat> a little bit to us here. No, I am being honest. I told you. I was we'll have, to, we'll have to talk to someone that knows you well. And well, if you let me fears. talk, shut up. Maybe I'll tell you something, <laughs> all right? I told you before that I'm afraid of heights. Okay, that's fair. That's about it. So that's something. But as far as something else, like things like what you guys are explaining of, nah. Mm-mm. Yeah, maybe you just haven't really delved into your psyche. Nah, man. Have you seen those those weird ones where people are afraid of like strange inanimate objects or <laughs> like there, there's people who are like deathly afraid of pickles? Well, no, I've never it, seen that uh, before. And do they have somebody on to help them, or they just make fun of them the whole show? Well, they they, they kind of have the guy on who's you know kind of there to help them, but you know they're kind of making fun of them the whole time. Though. It's like Doctor Drew, right? Like he doesn't really give a damn about anybody. You don't think so? I don't know. I mean, I never. I uh, think to be pretty... fair, I, I've never watched a show. He comes no, across. I think he's pretty he genuine. comes across to me as very exploitative, but maybe I'm wrong. But uh, yeah, I mean, but it's TV. I think by default it's going to be like. Yeah, but that. the whole. I see. But I, that doesn't mean he's good. But that's he's my. Good. But that's again. So. But that's kind of my whole problem with it is therapy is supposed to be a very personal and private thing. So why would you put it on TV? But that's my point. So yeah. I, I do think on some level, like yeah, he's they're exploiting. They're him. contributing to their own to, to being exploited, but yeah. it doesn't mean that as a doctor you should really. Uh, Although you know, uh, you I think it. that's more in VH1. You know, Artie Lang swears by him now. Remember, he, they used to had a big fight. Do you remember Listen, that? Listen, don't trust anything Artie Lang says about any kind of recovery. Or Wait, anything. don't trust a drug addict. Why? Ah, yeah, exactly. Audio Lang was always in, in recovery and always trusted. You know, he was he was he was always okay. But the thing was, he hated Doctor Drew. Remember, they got into a big fight well, on yeah, the show because he called him out on all his on all his faults. Yeah, that's yeah. not hard, by the way, to call Audio Lang out on his <laughs> faults. I mean, yeah, I think any any simpleton can find that. <laughs> you guys, a huge drug and alcohol addict. So we haven't done a show in about two weeks. It's been a while. Yeah, I don't like those gaps. Yeah, it, it really uh, it takes away some steam from us. We were rolling after the last show. We, we did yeah, have a good, show, good show last time. Yeah, but we do have a good show on tap today. We're going to uh, have a special guest talking about online dating. Yeah, we're an gonna, online dating professional, right, we're gonna, Steve? We're going to feed off of last show. He's experienced. Okay. <laughs> and he has a good perspective on online dating. I feel like that's how you describe a girl. She's experienced. <laughs> so uh, I'm looking forward to that. All right, that should be a good show. That'd we got uh, our little contact information here. We're live from the man cave on Facebook, at live from man cave on Gmail, at gmail.com, and at live from man cave on Twitter. We're not getting any information from you people. We need some topics, we guess. Haven't, we haven't gotten a single Tell email. us we are horrible, anything, we, something we can talk about. Not a single email yet. Yeah. Steve, have you gotten any hits for your uh, training program? I got a few hits. Really? Yeah. Okay. Should we give out like a promo code on the air? Rob, did you did you give him a hit? Who, who gave him no, a hit? Not yet. <laughs> Should we give out a promo code on the air, Steve, so that we know it's uh it's it's related to the show? Yeah. But anyway, listen. Um, we've you know what I mean. 
you know, going back to the show feedback, I've been getting verbal feedback. But I guess what we're looking for is some emails, something that we can yeah. see. Yeah. We need some documentation. You know, this is actually a good point for a little reflection here. We're about seven episodes in. Wow. What have people been saying about it? Have you guys got any feedback? I've got some feedback. Okay, well, yeah. tell us what it is. Cursing. We curse too much? I curse too much. I'm okay. sure I curse too much. Okay. But last episode... Yeah, Rob, you do have a dirty mouth. I but know. Um, last episode, I was... You <laughs> I know, made sure to put the explicit on I was really aggressive. You were? That was good. That's, we liked that. Yeah. yeah but but, but little, guess what, though? You had some heart. Yeah, right. I had some heart, right. We but anyway... It. Let it go. Anyway, um... And it was the funniest... I mean, listen, I mean, I've got stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? I mean... You know, but again, you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, you know, that's one perspective. What about the perspective that you're getting, Rob? What's up? What about the feedback that you're verbally getting? Well, you know, we got some good feedback from the last show. Just for the record, it's no coincidence that the the show you put the most effort into, the most heart into, we'll say, again, was the funniest. It, it was a good show. Um, at least I think so. But, I was you know, laughing on uh, That's on air. I listened to it. I thought it was very funny on playback. <clears throat> I had a couple of people tell me they thought it was our best show. Yeah. Good. Rob really dove, delved on, dove on the mine for us. <laughs> yeah, I did. Which means you guys got to contribute a little bit here. <laughs> don't worry about that, Rob. <laughs> we got Rob. We got a dating show, a professional online yeah, dater, Rob. That. What else could Steve do? Speaking of speaking of dating, uh, we went out. Uh, we went out last week for uh, my wife's birthday party. How'd it go? And uh, Greg was Greg was uh, kicking it back a little bit. Yeah, it didn't quite Macking. result in anything too really? positive. Really, nothing positive. Uh, I don't think so. No. Why? What happened? I mean, for one, I think there's a distance thing. Well, that's always going to be an issue. And uh, I just don't feel like it's. Going anywhere? Have you? Have, you, you I mean, what are you talking about? Uh, one of Rob's uh, wife's friends. Greg was. Don't Greg, ever do that, man. Don't do. Well, what? she's not. She's I mean, not. What you try to? You try to be a matchmaker? No, not at all. No, no, no. Not at all. No, he didn't do that. Not at all. He didn't do that. Not at all. It wasn't anything like that. Yeah. Greg came out for my wife's birthday. Her yeah. friends were there, and uh. But you expected Greg to be not at all. Not so at all. Just, so what you? So, I just so, expected we've, Greg we've to be seen those people before, and it's never. I mean, she was sort of newish to the group, but. So why didn't you say anything? Why were you like you know laying back? No, I wasn't laid back. He, I wasn't laid back. He hit it off. Oh, he yeah, hit it yeah. off. Okay, yeah, he hit it off. That's yeah. what we're that's what we're saying. I mean, I yeah. feel like we should be a little oh, okay, bit more descriptive okay. about the situation, but no, I was not. Uh, I was not matchmaking <laughs> in any way. Yeah. So, so you got the number. You, you the... talk. You got a date. What's up? No, no. I mean, what, I I have to go to Detroit to get a date for this one. Mm. Well, she's in town every now and again. Yeah. Well, I mean, you make any contact or what? Uh, yeah, we did. We talked a little bit. Okay. Some nude yeah. pics. What's we talked up? a little bit. It's just like there's like nothing going on, you know. Are you there's guys no, like, sexting? What's going on? There's no uh, fire, I guess the word would be. There's no no dick pics or anything like that. <laughs> no, I haven't moved up to that. I heard yet. that's like a big thing now in, in the in the like the dating world. You it send depends like, what people stage. have told me this. You talk a few times and then it's like, well, send me a pic of your tits. Well, online the misconception. On online dates that it's I've not gone true. to. No. Girls have told me that this happens all the time. Well, I, I have a couple of girls, too, who told me the same thing. They said, like, they'll talk to a guy a couple times, he'll seem nice, and, he'll and then send he'll send a picture of his dick. Yeah, this is exact. It seems to be the same formula. And I know it's like you're saying it's bullshit, Steve, but I've actually seen hey, it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh. Don't talk. Wait, wait. Don't stop. Oh, okay. You got Mike coming on. We'll talk more about it. All right, that. all right. We'll hold off on Please that stop. for a little okay. bit. We'll move into another topic here. I'm sick of snow. I don't want to talk about the weather. All right. Well, not. Another topic. Let's talk about the weather since we want to talk about the weather. Let's talk about snow. What's up? Do you have a fear of the weather, Rob? Yeah, right? Snow's no, I have a fear of being feel boring of the on the air. <laughs> Come on, man. Let's talk about snow, man. Well, we just lost our match.com speed. <laughs> <laughs> but, Rob, uh, what are we doing? What's going on for your birthday? Anything exciting? Uh, you know, today we uh, might go over down to Brooklyn, uh, check out a whiskey distillery. Uh, Brooklyn's okay. just an amazing place. Look at all the w wacky things that go on in Brooklyn these days. 
I, I enjoy Brooklyn. Um, it has such a personality. That anybody can enjoy Brooklyn that doesn't live there. Like I like going in for a very small amount of time and then coming home. I don't think I'd want to live there, though. Uh, okay, that's honest. It's like a super uh, hipster area. Well, it's expensive as hell well, for one. True. It's very well. Not that Long Island's not. I mean, Long Island's no. But come on, too. we're talking about you know twenty five hundred dollars for a studio. Talk about New York State. Nah, New York State. I mean, you go upstate, you can get whatever you want. You want to move you upstate? Wanna go, you want to go live in Rochester? You'd be the only black guy up there. Uh, yeah, sometimes I feel like I'm the only black guy when I come here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, but yeah, Brooklyn sounds like a lot of fun. Um, what did, what did you do? There's a distillery there? Yeah. Like an actual distillery? Yeah, over by the uh, Navy Yard. Over Is it there. a tour? Yeah. And yeah. what, they show you how they make it? They show you like the, you know, the, uh, the equipment, things like that. Wow. It's pretty cool. Can you buy the stuff there, or is it yeah, only a yeah. uh, manufacturing site? No, I think they they sell. They have, you know, that would make sense, shop. obviously. Yeah. What's the name of it? Uh, Kings County uh, Distillery. I've never heard of this. Is yeah. it brand new? It's been in the last couple of years. Wow. Okay. And Sounds this is like what two. happens when you get old, man. Like this is what your birthdays are. You do stuff like this. Is Sue into this, or what does she think? Well, she's going. I mean, <laughs> I, know she's I don't going. know if she's into it or not. <laughs> I mean, I guess this is the one day she has to be into it. Yeah, exactly. She has to be into anything you pick. But you know, this is what you do. I mean, you don't go out anymore on your birthday, like like late night. I I can't handle it anymore. I go out till midnight now, and I'm tired the next yeah, day. Yeah, I can't. I can't. It's just not. It's just not fun anymore. I'm cool just going from about <laughs> six o'clock to about ten thirty. I, I went out for a drink last night. Anything past ten thirty is getting after, dangerous. I went out for a drink last night after hockey, and like I'm shot today. Yeah. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice. I'm, I'm very, uh, very hoarse today. Steve, you a night owl? Are you a guy who goes no, to go out later? I'm a home guy. Okay, yeah. See, we're all in the same I go out. I go out sometime, and if I do go out, you know, up to like, what, 2 o'clock in the morning, that's about it. Oh, God. Well, if I did weird. that, I really forget it. Like I'd have to take three days off. I don't really go out like that. Yeah. I've done it, like, you know, the 2 a.m. I can't remember. It, was, it wasn't that long ago that I did it, and it, it is. It just fucks it's, me up. It drains days. Me days. It takes literally two to three days to recover from a dead night like that for like, me. The whole next day I spend on the couch yeah. watching TV. Yeah, just scrapping around on the computer, hanging, doing nothing, watching Bar Rescue all day. So let's take a break, and we'll come right back with our special Match.com professional brought to you by Steve. We'll be right back. Only Steve. Come on. Okay, live from the Man Cave, we are back. Rob Gregg and Steve in studio. We have a special guest to give you some online dating insight. Welcome to the show, Mike. What's up, Mike? Yo, what's going on, guys? Thanks for having me today on the show. No problem. Right. It's our pleasure. Steve, why don't you take over? You're our, kind of our uh, online dating uh, Shut up and let me talk. Guru. I can take over, so shut up. Oh, he's aggressive today, Mike. He's very, <laughs> very aggressive. aggressive. Watch out, Mike. He's, he's real, real, real tough Yo, today. listen, you don't understand what it is to work with two white guys. <laughs> That acts, that, you know, that's asking a black guy to be aggressive, right? Just picture that. Oh man, I've been tuning into the show. <clears throat> I definitely am and, uh, a fan. So uh, wow, that's I'm the first really time we've heard that. Thank wow. you. Wow, this is this is the best reaction you've ever gotten. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what's the best reaction? Because it's a real reaction. I like you two guests. Anyway, let's talk. It's a genuine one. I like the thing. <laughs> all right, last time, if anybody could remember, all right, for some of for our millions and millions of listeners out there, we were talking about online dating. Um, Greg has a perspective on online dating as well as as well as some kind of experience. Um, Rob is an expert on dating period because he's married. So Rob is actually Dr. Phil about mm -hmm. the whole thing. You know, so, um, you know, these guys had unique perspectives, you know what I'm saying? But um, Greg, you want to refresh my memory as far as exactly what your perspective was regarding online dating? Yeah, it's a nightmare. It's an absolute nightmare. And uh, I just don't think there's anybody redeemable on there. Now, Mike, I told you about Mike. I gave you a little summary about Mike. Um, I think this was off air, but um, 
how you could have some good that actually comes out of um you know online dating. Mike, you should give um you know your perspective on that. The positives, sure, absolutely. Um, my perspective on it has to do with what you're looking for. So, if you're looking for something serious, I'm not going to lie; it's definitely going to take some work and. It's, almost equivalent to probably job hunting, and a lot of people don't really want to do that. And I can see where it's annoying, but I guess that's just how the times are. If you're looking for fun, um, that's not a bad thing either. And putting in the work, you can definitely have that. I've uh, had a membership on Match. I've been hearing things about that. I haven't found love. Not that kind of love, anyway. <laughs> but you found some love, though, like every night, right? Uh, yeah, for the for the night, you know, <laughs> it, it, it was for the night. It ended up being like that, so you know, I I'm I'm open for that. Honestly, if it's a situation that ends up being that, if it doesn't, then it's whatever too. But you definitely need to put in work. It's 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 damn. It's it's, it's a narrative equivalent to job money. Now, do you it's have some nights when you look for money. certain things? What'd you say? Sorry. Do you have some nights when you look for certain things? Like who knows? There could be a week where you're just looking yeah. for sex. Yeah, I've had I've had nights where I'm looking for certain things. I may message a, uh, a woman, you know, see what's up. We talk, and then I may throw some little sexual in the windows just to see how they respond. They give, respond. Me, give me an example. I need an example of yeah. that. Throw us like an idea of uh, something like that. Well, I can hear what. Throw an idea of yeah, give or something. An example, Mike. Like, do you do you look okay. at like a cucumber and say, "Wow, that looks a lot like me." <laughs> You see, Mike, excuse the white guy stuff. So this is what I'm talking about. This is the kind of shit I'm talking about. Man. But Mike, educate you know, educate them, please. Oh man, um, I mean, a lot of times for me, whatever, like what I'll do, and in, in this, you know, you guys can and, and you can judge it, whatever. Like, I love sort of using the zodiac sign stuff. It's not, you know, whether it's real or not, I don't really care. It's just sort of an excuse to throw certain fiction window walls out. It's like saying like. Oh, I'm a Leo. I'm very dominant. I'm very mm -hmm. aggressive. You could be a Sagittarius. It means you're free spirit. You might like to have fun. Well, well, how so much? Well, you know, maybe in the party setting or something like that, you could be the one that's dancing on top of bars. No, not really. I don't know about that. Something about your side. And you're playing off that. Whether it's true or not, it's just you're giving whoever you're talking to an excuse to be open. Well, and you're, you're sort of just playing off that. Just to gauge how out their personality may or may not be. Well, let me ask you this. Just to give you an example. Mm -hmm. um, I'm sure there are nights where the date's kind of not going great. You can feel there's no connection there. So at that point, do you sit there and go, you know what? I'm just going to try to bang this broad. Like, that's it. Or do you just, just kind of say, ah, I'm just, this, that's the end of it. I'm not even going to bother anymore. Honestly, I've gone... Um, I also have a membership on POF, and I'm, I'm not going to lie to you, uh, Rob. I've gone on three dates where it was literally like you just said. We went, we're talking. It's great, but then something's missing. So exactly what's I missing? Missing. I, I think there. It's. It's. You know what? It didn't feel as genuine as it could have been. It was like we're asking questions, getting to know each other, we're talking and everything, but something just missing from the dynamic. That's that's, um, that's got to be the worst part of dating, by the way. That the small talk. Yeah, Ugh, I hate small talk just regularly. Ugh, you got to talk it, about it, the weather. It really is annoying. Oh, yeah. By the way, Rob, he doesn't like to talk too much. Hypothetically, if he's in that situation, he just wants to get right into sex. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> wow. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, that's But see, that's what I was trying to clarify these guys. Like, maybe you're just on the wrong site. 
You might be on the right Just one. go to the site that's just have pertaining you, to that. Have you ever used Tinder, Mike? I've used Tinder before. Um, um I watched the, I listened to the show a little bit last week, and you're right. It does sort of superficially get to the point, like, I'm messaging you because I find you attractive. Yeah, that does. It's quite the reason, <laughs> and then you just sort of build off that. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh-uh. I get. I understand the concept because it's like, if you hit the the like button, I do. Then I know why we're talking that because you find me attractive, and I do too. Plus guesswork. <laughs> do, do you think a meaningful relationship can be uh, based off of what starts as sex? I mean, that you know, like maybe like a Tinder date. Maybe you start making Honestly, a real it, connection. Um, <laughs> it depends. I think I think uh, Greg made a point last week that uh, I co-signed with where he said you definitely need to be able to talk with somebody on the phone early. I don't know how, depending on how early, I'm not really sure, but you definitely need to. Like, I've gone in situations where I've texted a lot, and it's cool and it's convenient, but you do lack the connection aspect. And those dates that I went on, I wasn't really on the phone enough. And I used to believe that was the reason why they went the way they did. It's like, and I think she felt the same way too. I'm like, you know what, this isn't bad, but it's like, it, yeah, but it, Mike, it the who makes weird. Okay, but Mike, but like, who's making more of the outgoing phone call? You or the girl? Because I know Honestly, it's not a balance. Go, She's gonna no, expect you to do everything. No, exactly. Yeah, exactly. A lot of times, I, I end up being the one to make the outgoing phone calls or whatever. But a lot of times, like they're just sort of used to just texting and communicating in that fashion. I run into a few where they're actually old fashioned. They they really want to actually talk on the phone, and because they're not occupied with stuff, and they want something more organic. Mike, do you mind me asking how old you are? I'm 32. Bro. See, it, it, it's a generational thing, too. You get guys, kids in their 20s now. I'm saying kids in their 20s now, by the mm-hmm. way. They don't even talk yeah, on the phone. Yeah, they don't. They, they don't. don't. We're from a generation that still has a little bit of phone access. That's true. However, some of my aunts and uncles prefer to just talk text. Really? See, yeah. I think, that, I think that's Surprisingly. Terrible. I think that's something we got to... You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like they're in their 50s, mid-50s. I think that's something that well, yeah, I'm with you though. I'm on your page. Yeah, I, you yeah, know, I still yeah. believe in the phone. Yeah, I think that's you know that's the way well, to talk to people. Here's here's what I really want to delve into, Mike, with the online dating because I know some women who mm-hmm. do it, and they tell me some disturbing stories about you know they'll talk to a guy maybe on the phone, they'll get some texts, couple you know how are you, what's going on, and then immediately out of nowhere you get the you get the the text of a guy's dick. <laughs> Freaking ridiculous, man. Do you ever ask for like tit pics or anything like that? You're like, oh, send me a picture of your tits? Because apparently that's what's going here, on now. Well, no, here, here's the deal. Like, I'm, we need to cross sexual conversation. I'm not going to flat out to send you a picture of my fucking dick just like that. <laughs> destroy the conversation. <laughs> I don't know what idiots in the world do that. But Greg, uh, Greg admitted to doing that. <laughs> <laughs> Greg sent a this, few... Uh, this is the space. failure of the texting because it allows people to... You know, they're like, oh, I'll just send this text and there's no... Heart, there's no but, Mike, uh, but Mike, would you agree that it depends on the vibe that will really determine well, whether or not... It sounds like no. When well, you can actually I ask send you those pics, right? But Steve, how yeah, is, is there ever depends, a vibe? It depends on the vibe. It really, really, really but does. Is there, like, is, I'm not... I can't sit here and picture myself in all good conscience sending a dick pic if we're just talking regularly. Well, let me put this even sexually. <laughs> let me put this into regular standards for you. Could you imagine ever being out on a date with a girl, having a conversation, and just in the middle of the conversation whipping your dick out? Because essentially, that's what you're doing. I honestly don't know anybody that does that. I, <laughs> I, I think I think, I I think really the funniest side of it is if you actually 
build a relationship off of that. Like some two people actually connect off of that. Well, so you- then here you are, thirty years down the road, <laughs> you're sitting at a hibachi table next to a couple, and you're talking, and they say, "Oh, how'd you guys meet?" Oh, you know, Johnny over here sent me a picture of his dong. <laughs> and I thought that was unbelievable. We'll take it one step and here further. here we are 30 years later. Let's take it one step further. 30th anniversary with your kids there. You tell them, you know, we, people ask us all the time how we met and got to know each other. Flip out your phone. That's it right there. Yeah, here that's it is. That's dick. She still has it. What, ama- what an amazing <laughs> After woman. all these years, like a love letter. You know, she keeps it. Yeah, she kept if on to the love letter. If you're sending sexual pics to the person that you're talking to, there's not going to be a relationship there other well, than just fucking. The other I guarantee thing is, though, there's a girl the that is, I'm going to send the picture kind. of my yeah, dick. Yeah, you're right, but what's the relationship going to be predicated on? Sick. It's going to be sick. Okay, yeah. that's it. Yeah. You're not going to expect wife and kids from that, right? I've seen sick relationships have white hey, kids. No wife too. and kids, man. Come but, on, man. But if I'm going to send a picture white, of my again, dick. You know what I'm saying? The white guys, you know what I'm saying? They have a different life. <laughs> you <laughs> know what I'm saying, Mike? <laughs> if, if you're going to send a picture of your dick, don't you want that picture to be like the best possible? Of course. So you're gonna be like, you know, yeah. You're gonna have you like make sure you dissect every necessary angle. Oh and my god! Make it look like it's much bigger than. Greg, the don't be shy. You're yeah. gonna, you're gonna like, you're gonna, you're gonna like shy, put it like Greg. next to something that like you know makes it look giant. I, I may have a photographer come in to do it. Angle it right. Yeah, angle, angle it properly. Right. Oh my god! Like, you no, know, look. You, you then you best pay what he called the best photographer in the world. You know because this is important. You're it is very important. Go world. to glamour shots. Want to make in the sure mall. it's the best thing possible. I I think honestly what they should do is they should have a dating site where your profile pic is either your dick or your tits. <laughs> now Mike, we should just go off that. Now Mike, Greg is actually um looking for wife and kids, and he thinks the possibility of finding that is actually it starts from online. What do you think about that? Honestly, like online dating, it's an option. Honestly, Greg is a little shy, so I'm talking a little bet, bit. It, it's an it's option. Your segment. Honestly, hmm? All right, keep going, keep going, Mike. Okay, sure. Was it? Yeah, it's um, it's an option. You can. It's just, but you shouldn't take away from the opportunity. Like if you see somebody, I don't know, at a library or a low key at spot during the day, and you think they're attractive, you ought to talk to them. I think you know there's still something to be said about that. See, I'm with Mike on I this. To, yep. Because I think uh, the online thing, as far as far as finding someone, like yeah, maybe there's a couple of good stories here and there, but uh, really offline is the way you're gonna find. Somebody I'm just trying to find out if Mike still goes to libraries. <laughs> you never know. They have good it internet. Could be something, it could be something basic. So it's something that I honestly I try to consider. Like even if I know I'm not gonna go out tonight or something like that. Oh, cool. Let's hit up Match Tender. It, it's just. <laughs> another avenue to, to sort of throw my resume out there. Let's see if I get a bite. And we uh, consider setting up for an interview, mind you. By the way, um, if I get a chance now, if I were to meet up with somebody, it would definitely be for coffee first. I'm going to sit here, we're going to talk, and honestly, if I like what I hear, then we'll go out to dinner. But no longer going to do this dinner stuff first. Now. That's fair. That's, I, that's, that's absolutely fair. I like that one. I think that's a brilliant bit of advice. See, Greg was Mike, talking about meals, spending right? $500 for a meal, Mike. He was talking about spending $500, <laughs> pampering the girl with a teddy bear. No, and no, flowers, no. I was t- <laughs> and Are you fucking kidding me? Really? <laughs> no, on, no. Steve's exaggerating. Mike, Steve's playing you up here. He's, Steve's uh, exaggerating. <laughs> but, but it does bring up an interesting point, Mike. When you go out on a, like a match date and you go to dinner, do you, do you pay for the meal or you go 50-50? I've, I've honestly, I've paid. Maybe it, it, it's, it, it's probably set things up differently, but I guess for me, I wanted to, 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 to initiate assertiveness and just paying for what, you know, for the first date and stuff. Maybe I, I went about doing that wrong because, or maybe I sent the wrong, the, the wrong message before we even actually met technically, technically. 
I like to think. I don't know. Maybe... I don't know what, what how that is or whatever. But <laughs> maybe she may get the perspective like I may pay for everything all the time or whatever. Well, I just look at it. it's the first date, so I'll show that I can you know I can handle things. I think that's a good thing. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. I think it's one of those things that if you, if you make her go 50-50, it's, it's like an unwritten thing of, yeah, this didn't really go that well. 50-50 yeah. only takes place to me when it started, you know, when it's a relationship. What do you think about that? Yeah, I think so. When you're in a relationship, then the 50-50 rule sort of comes in. So I went in that in mind. I'm like, I obviously am not going to have her pay for date. So that's a ballsy-ass move, a little move for the most part. But no, I was just like, I'll pay. It's not a big deal. Where I get pissed off in is like, we go, the date is that horrible, Oof. and then I end up having to pay for it still anyway. Oh, yeah, that so, sucks. I mean, shit. Tell you to pay your wallet. Might as well go to a coffee house. We got, I'll get you a little coffee. We sit here, we talk, and you pass the interview. Then, you know, we'll go on a date, on a, a dinner date of some kind, and then it'll be a little bit more organic. Well, you should do it. the interview questions and stuff. You should do what Steve did when he was courting. He told me he used to take uh, his now wife to uh, Wendy's because, you know, it was a nice cheap uh, meal. Uh, Olive Garden. Come on. Olive Garden. <laughs> Steve's a big fan you know, of Olive Garden. Yeah, you whoa, 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 whoa. You're speaking to the best man at my wedding. So you shoot. Go ahead. He knows what the real story is. You shoot. Go ahead. Go ahead. Shoot. Yeah, Mike, what do you think about taking girls to the Olive Garden? You like it? Yeah. Honestly speaking, I don't mind it at all. I'm I'm of the mindset like I'm a simple guy. I'm not really oh, complicated. Now, it's amazing. You just so said the I'm exact same go thing. If I'm going on a date or a Valentine or anniversary thing, if we choose Olive Garden, I'm fine with that. It's whatever, man. It's just how exactly. I see it. It's I, really about me spending time with the person and enjoying Those guys, time. Mike, yo, my colleagues You can do that at McDonald's, too. And like, my colleagues here guy exclude the fact that I've been with my wife for 10 years, so they expect, oh, man, you know... Oh, that, yo, you know, you guys should go to the most expensive. You know, what did you no. do for Valentine's no. Day? It's actually not what I'm saying. What I can find you a hundred Italian restaurants. What did you do for Valentine's Day, Rob? Yeah. Answer me now. What did you do for Valentine's Day? <laughs> I cooked a home. I made a, a yeah, home cooked okay. meal. It was pretty sir. simple, right? A home cooked meal, sir. Well, 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 I mean, what's wrong with that? And then Greg over here expects me to spend a thousand dollars on the meal. No, no, no. For this, what? You see, Mike, this is the this is the, the it's the, it's taking the wrong uh, tone here. It's not like we're in Saudi Arabia and you can't find an, an Italian restaurant for miles. <laughs> You're in Long Island. There's a million good, you know, home style, whatever, oh, Italian up, restaurants. And they're home cheaper style. than the and Olive Garden. And you're going okay, to yeah. a chain Italian restaurant. I don't even want to call it Italian. It's a special restaurant. It's just called Olive Garden. That's the type like of food. I said, I'm, I'm still of the mindset if you guys, if, you, you. if you're together with your wife, right. 10 years, this uh-huh. is what the relationship is. You both are simple. It doesn't matter. Exactly. It doesn't matter. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Like giving up. I sat here and told you guys that he had a good time. I'm sure his wife will co-sign. And that's what really matters at the end of the day. Yo, you can sit here and spend a thousand dollars on your anniversary date, and that shit was fucked up. Yeah, exactly. You go back home. No, you don't have to spend a lot. That's the point, though. It's more (laughs) that you're you're, you're missing the point. Like Greg said, I have nothing. What's the the point? point? You're saying like he could have went to a spot that was a little cheaper, but it's the spot that they picked. It's I don't really think. You know whether it's I was criticized menu or I look at it like it's what they both decided. And Mike, I, I was criticized harshly. Oh, by the way, I'm they going to Chili's my birthday tonight. They expected me to what, go to really? a restaurant. <laughs> and Mike, I like yeah. how Mike was shot. He's like, what are you, an idiot? <laughs> they expected me to go to the restaurant where the Italian mafias go to, 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 to go have dinner, to go have lunch with my wife. For what? For what? Italian mafias. If we, listen, if both my wife and I don't want to go there, we're not going to go there. What's the big deal? 
I heard the macaroni yeah, grill's got some good stuff. Yeah. Too. It's, just, it's not really, shouldn't really be a huge deal or whatever. As long as she's, if she's happy and he knows he's, you know, he's going to get what, what he needs later on, then it's whatever, man. He did a good job. Well, according that's to Steve, problem. he doesn't have to do anything to get what he wants later on. He said he, that's just implied. Uh, well, well, hold on. I want to change gears. <laughs> you know, Mike heard the show before. <laughs> so don't lie, Greg. <laughs> you can say that. Yeah, Mike heard the show. You're speaking to a fan here. He yeah, hears the show. I love that you're referencing past shows. Exactly. That's brilliant, Mike. Absolutely brilliant. Now, Mike, what is there one site in particular that you have success with a certain type of date, or is Uh-oh. there one it's site out that of shell. I like sucks, it. Like you know, it. completely? Like you know what I mean? Is there one that you <laughs> say like All right, this site's good for this type of date, and this site's good for that type of date? Have you um, found that? I kind of, sort of, I'd say, um, I'd say POF would probably be a good, uh, a good bank site. Yeah, that, that, that site is that trash. Is. Not bad, not I've never site. seen the trash um, that's on that site. Uh, yeah, I, I what's Mike? What's POF? I don't know that one. You know. So. And Mike, do you mind um, informing? And Mike, do you mind informing Rob what POF is? I have no idea what that is. It is plenty of fish. According I've never to, heard uh, that. How they have terminalized. Yeah, and it's it's a free site, which is dangerous. Yeah, but a lot of things a lot of things are free and they're dangerous. In this world, <laughs> so it's like you know you take what a grain of salt. You ever try Adult Friend Finder? Adult Friend Finder? Um, no, I haven't actually. I do know a friend, well, yeah. an ex-friend that you that you said he actually found his wife off that. Yeah. Are you oh, serious? Hey. And he got kids. Yeah. Are you serious? So wait, that a real friend finder? I didn't think there was real people on that site. You know, it's funny. I didn't either until <laughs> I found out that that was the origin of how he got married. We yeah. don't talk anymore, you but fun, it's quite yeah. you know um wow surprising. That's amazing. Now, all right, so POF's kind of the bang the site. Piece of crap, friend. You know who you are. Now, how about right? Match.com? Yep. Where does Piece that fall? I'm on record seeing that. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait. Uh, I know we're getting off topic. Can you can can you go into that a little deeper? What the adult friend finder site? No, no. Like the why why there are no longer friends with the adult friend finder guy. No, 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 no. no that's <laughs> no, 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 no. That's way before he found his wife, man. Don't worry about that. All right, moving on. Yeah, don't worry about that. All right. So, anyways, we also um. So match dot com. A match. You know what's funny? I got a few hookups from that, but that was by chance. I really wasn't expecting that because of how they advertised. You know, yeah. it's advertised on TV. One in five relationships start online. That's yeah. dot com. You know, that type of stuff. So I, I go there trying to trying to find something a little bit more serious. But again, if it ends up being more so of a hookup sort of situation, and they're not being as serious, then you know I'll, I'll roll with it if that's the case. Now, is is there? One site in particular that's your go-to site, or uh, you just kind of you know kind of roam the yeah. What's the, the meat and lands? potatoes? Yeah, um, meat and potatoes. It <laughs> honestly, whatever. I don't stick to just one. I just I sort of um, I'm on several. So, so that's POF, the... uh, Match. I'll do the tender thing. Different avenues, I and mean, it depends on what I run across. If I run across somebody that wants to wants to fuck, then then that's what exactly we're going to do. Awesome. If I run across somebody that's of quality. We go on dates and I see something there, then I don't. Really, I, I'm at a point in my life where I don't mind putting in the time to see where it goes. Mm-hmm. Well, that's you, just how I see it. So, so how many how many dates with a chick before you're like, eh, I'm, I'm 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 with this chick and I'm I'm gonna see how this rolls and I'm not gonna you know I'm gonna kind of shut off the profiles for a little bit. Um, for me, if I think once we're one once we whatever we're, we're intimate, then it's sort of whatever. I think for me personally, like, I'll still continue to talk to other women, even if we're, we're dating, but nothing's really happened. If I've sat here, we've had sex and we've been intimate, then I can sort of let that shit slide. 
and I can just slowly focus on her. Because women are, to me, always have options. They have more options than guys do, some of which we probably don't even know about. You know? Good point. It's called having titties. I mean, it's yeah. easy to fuck with your tits. <laughs> you got two tits, man, so shit, you're bound to have Fucking options easy. aside from what it is you're seeing. Now, when you, uncle is, is when you, Jeremy. <laughs> when you <laughs> reach out, when you reach out to them, what is uh, you got a line that seems to work better than any other line or uh, no? An approach? Honestly, um, what I'll probably do sometimes, or whatever, is like if they put if a woman, you know, it's funny, man. You get some that really don't want to put shit on their site, and then you get some that that want to put the whole the whole Bible. On their on their freaking site, I'm like, damn, she gave me a lot of info to work with. You find something and roll up that damn angle. Perfect. All right. You know, because a lot of, because of, you know a lot of them are notorious for saying, you know what? I get a lot of I hate. Don't send me a hey, how you doing? So boring. Be creative. They're like fucking kids, man. So it's like I have to sit here and and dissect it, you know the best way possible. All right, let me roll with that. Love music. I uh, like to bang. Like Lincoln Park, perfect. Let me make a Lincoln Park reference to I can come up with. Boom, I got something. So I'll feed off that. It may lead into something regular conversation or it may turn sexual later. But I need something to, to sort of grab for a win. Do, do you find that online date, like dating now in, in this era is a little tough with the smartphones and shit? Because any bullshit you try to make up, they can kind of call you on? I feel like. Yeah, it, I, think it, I think it's a little more challenging now than it was back in the day. You know, back in our day, like where it was AOL to chat rooms and things like that. I don't know. I felt like things were a little bit more easier. We've come a long way since uh, age sex location check in a, in a uh, chat. Oh, that's such a <laughs> I know, right? That's, 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 that's years this ago. Is, this is a downside of technology. The dark yeah, side it, of technology. It, it is. I, um, but I, I'm a firm believer, though, much to what was said on uh, the, the show last week, that texting has distorted the way of communication for us because it, it's just texting's number one, and then somewhere in between two and three is phone conversation. And, well, and it's just bad. Will it piss you off if you're on a date with a chick, like you're hanging out and she starts like fucking picking up her phone and texting in the middle of the date? That has to happen. Of course, that has to happen, right? Yeah, it's disgusting. That's disrespectful. No, uh, uh. Now, Mike, don't like it. Yeah. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead, Mike. Oh no, you know, I don't no, want to bring this up, but you can treat a lot of people with a lot of disrespect, now, Mike, even your own now, wife. What about the fact that you know you're talking to a girl online, you think everything is going good, and then Friday is supposed to be the date night, and all of a sudden she's just flaking. What's up with that, man? That happens? You know how many yeah. times that's happened to me? Really? Oh, my God. Well, Jesus, wait, it, it's going good, and then she, you know, she not only flakes one time, but it, it seems to be a pattern. What's up with Fucker. that? Yep. It, it, oh, my God. Those are the worst. <laughs> Things could be going great. You talk, everything, everything leading up to that moment, and then three minutes before you're supposed to timely meet, I can't come. What happened? Three that minutes before? Emergency. I'm like, three minutes before we're supposed to meet and you have a damn emergency? Really? She should have to send you a and check for the meal. It's so weird when it comes to that, man. Yeah. You know, like, like I said, it's happened. I've had my fair share of dates, but I've had my fair share of flakages too. I'm not going to keep it real with you guys. Do you think it's she just like found somebody better for that for that time slot? Or is, is that like... You know what's funny? I don't know if they found something better. I don't know if they talked to their best friends. I don't know if they just woke up one day on their fucking period. And like, you know what? I'm not <laughs> oh, feeling wow. it. I don't know. <laughs> it is one of the downsides know, of online dating. Oh. Can, you, can you tell me about one of your worst online dating experiences? Because I love those. I love those disaster uh, dates. Wow. Yeah, what, what, what's yeah, the worst yeah, one like, that I have? Um... 
I think, okay, the worst one I had was there was uh, a female, a, a little woman that was supposed to meet up with in the Bronx or whatever, because she, according to what she said later on or whatever, we're supposed to meet at like 8 o'clock to go boy. So, weather is bad. I commute all the way over there. It's a little after. I let her know that I'm running late. Turns out she's running late, too. Come to find out she was at a dinner party for, like, family or something like that, which she never told me about. Was at, got to the bowling alley at about 9.30. I was there for like an hour, man. An hour. And you know what I'm saying? I was just like, oh, I'm coming. Oh, I'm not just there yet. I'm fucking believable. I commuted all the way from Elmont to go all the way to the Bronx. I'm there. She gets there. We don't even fucking bowl. It's like maybe a 15-minute conversation. <laughs> what? And then I was just hit. You couldn't even get I was a frame? Like, I'm fucking believable. Yo, it was the worst, man. You should have told both. her she owes you a blowjob for that. Yeah. Yes, that might well just got You paid a toll. Yeah. <laughs> You're right. You paid a toll to get here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, exactly. that's, yeah, I paid a toll. That's dedication. Yeah, you paid a toll. I, I did. We're in the middle of class here. Paying a toll is a lot of money. For my dick and for my time. So it was uh, horrible. I never heard from her again after that. So I was just like, oh, my God. That's crazy. That's yeah, the worst. I actually, By far the worst online date I've ever been on. I actually had something kind of, not like crazy bad, but it was a, it was a really annoying one. I was supposed to go out with this girl from Match.com, right? Mm -hmm. So we go, we, we're going to go meet in Hoboken. She's from Jersey. So it's about middle of the road for both of us. So I, I pick a place, right? It's like, a, like All a, right? it's like a light bar kind of place, not like a heavy-duty sit-down restaurant or anything like that. So she's cool with it. Day of, I tell her, all right, uh, here's the place. You know, If you need any help getting there, you know, just let me know. She's okay. like, why would I have to let you know that? Wow. So I said, I said, I said, it's not really like you don't have to take that so literally. It's just kind of a you know, if you need any help. She said, I lived in, I worked in Hoboken for seven years. I know where this is. I said, okay. I said once again, I'm just trying to help you out. Is this over text or on the phone? <laughs> this is over text. Yeah, so, that's what I want to know. This was conversation text or phone. Yeah, it was. It was on text. So she comes back with me. She says, uh, I think I said something like. Um, you know, the point of us getting together is I really don't know all this back history about you, so I can't assume that you worked in Hoboken for seven years. It seemed like you were just trying to be nice. I was. I, I, and she's it like... It sounds like it. Yeah, I, I said that I, I didn't know you lived in Hoboken for seven years. So she, at the bottom of this, she writes, worked in Hoboken for seven years, not lived. You're a bad listener, Greg. Yeah, so I said, you know what? I said, forget this. I said... But it was an know, honest mistake. Why is she flipping out on you for? It's not a mistake. Why you make a mistake? Nice. I'm just being <laughs> nice. I said, if you need some kind of... She goes, what if I came to Brooklyn? And when you, I tell, you know what? What I tell you how well, to get around? I would have been like, you know what? You no. need some anger management. I yeah, so I said, you know what? Forget you. this. We're done. <laughs> That's so funny to me, man. And she's like, what? Is, the other thing I don't like Such about failure, and I think it hurts me is you can't take into account tone. And yeah, this Why is. The I fuck always talk about this. Out on you? Yeah, I know. It's, you know it's bizarre. That? Yeah. But you know what? I caught, when we talked on the phone, I caught a little bit of this kind of like I don't know arrogance. I guess I'll call it or whatever. Uh, it is. So you know what? Like when you put that together, it's it ends up being you know forget this. I'm not going to Hoboken to meet you and probably end up paying for this thing, and you're going to be have this you know attitude about it. So forget it. The only the only thing this online dating sounds like it's good for is is stories because it yeah. sounds horrible. It's the whole fun. thing sounds horrible. It's not fun. Like it means you have to go out all the time and yeah. you have to spend money. And you know, and I mean, Mike, you know, talk this. Every, to people. If you go out, every meal is like a hundred bucks nowadays, no matter what. Jesus Christ, man. Not a, not a hundred, guys. Come on, man. Well, you really got to look around. Really, really, really. <laughs> hey, maybe you know, maybe I should be going to Olive Garden. Yeah, Mike, you know what? Yeah, Mike, you know what? Like I said last episode, I mean, Rob and I lucked out. 
So we never had to yeah, um, endure this experience. So uh, I guess for the future, you know what I'm saying, you know, hopefully you and Greg have something positive to come out of that. We got to do a follow up. Greg, show. I, 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 yeah, we, we definitely do, man. I'd love, I'd love to do that. I think it'd be a lot of fun. Maybe I'll have you call the in from one of your dates. That would be awesome. We'll have one of your dates call in. Yeah. How's Mike doing? We'll take a scorecard. We'll see how it's going. <laughs> it. What is working good and what's not? <laughs> what, what's working good? You know, we're going to sit here and debate about that. A male and female perspective about that. Yeah, we should have you both <laughs> you on from a date. If, I mean, it doesn't have to be the first date, obviously, but it would be hilarious. That would be very funny. Yeah, that's actually. a good idea. Mike, you've been, it, an, it, you've been it, an awesome it, sport. You've been uh, downloading <laughs> some great information here from the uh, online dating world. I told you Mike was not going to hold back, man. Yeah, Mike's good. No, nope, I'm not. Mike, you got anything to plug? You got uh, anything you want to get out there? Uh, anything cooking here? Um, if I do, um, I'm also uh, I'm a personal trainer as oh, well. Right. So, oh. Oh. Competing personal training. <laughs> Steve, you, you hear this? Um, yeah, I have no catchphrase or anything like that. But if anybody's interested, you guys can text me five one six five zero seven seven two three five or email me at mlesteron eighty two at yahoo dot com. I'm available. I'm willing to work with whoever. All right, sounds that good. number goes both ways. It's also for females out there too. That's one of the calls. That's just, true. That's you know, true. That's for something. You're right. You're right. Don't yeah, there's, there may be one or two of females listening. <laughs> Any to of our show. female listeners are uh, interested in a down to earth guy? Uh, is that in your profile, by the way? Um, <laughs> likes <laughs> yeah, likes yeah, bowling. Yeah, I made sure. I made sure about that. I, I have to. Give us your little profile a headline on match. <laughs> yeah, we, we'll go yeah. out with the headline. You know, sometimes I don't even. Sometimes I don't really. Yeah, I'm down to earth. I don't even think they even read the profile. Really. <laughs> I don't think so sometimes, honestly. <laughs> All right, Mike. Thanks for coming on. Thank you, Thanks for coming Appreciate on. Appreciate it. Uh, Guys, later, thank you for having me. Love to be back on again. Absolutely. Cool. All right. Uh, live from the man right. cave. We'll be right back. Rise from your grave. Live from the man cave. We are back. I want to thank Mike again for coming on. Some... Shout out to Mike for attending, being a good sport, man. Giving us it's some good Mike. insight in the online dating world. This is something that's totally relevant now. I mean, this is such a big deal now. But something that kind of is a little bit back to our past here, Rob. That, that's a great intro there, going to the uh, Genesis games. Altered Beast, man. What do you think was the best one of the Genesis games? Well, it depends. Are you going sports, overall, role-play? Uh, let's go with uh, role-playing. Well, you know, like they had like Final Fantasy and oh. stuff like that. Did you like those games? I did actually. Steve, I did, did you like, like those, those games? Ones. Nah, I hate those games. Yeah. Uh, I hate yeah, those games. Yeah. Now I'm talking about maybe like an action type game, you know, not sports. Well, for me, it was Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. I never played that game. Wow, you're yeah. you're miss you were missing out. It's probably one of the most well, it's unbelievable. Me how and why I was missing out? I mean, you got some footage. What's up? You know, we, I want to see do. what this game is about. Do you have footage? Rob? I do. All I right, do. let's let's give some insight here into why well, this, this, this guy is a great on. Game. I'm on this guy's YouTube page. He gives like a good little. Uh... All right, let's play it. Okay, and then we'll uh, we'll discuss this. Michael Jackson's Moonwalker. Right off the bat, you want to laugh. I know you do. But think back to the 80s when everybody was into Michael Jackson. Sure, now he's a subject of joke and ridicule, but you gotta remember, I think Dave Chappelle said it best, he made Thriller. That's some good MIDI right Thriller. there. This was, this was actually then, part in the game. There weren't too many video games where you can play as a celebrity, so that's why it was a big deal. It was based off the arcade game of the same name, which was based off the movie of the same name. It was one of the first games that attracted us to the new Sega Mega Drive, known as the Genesis in North America. 
NES players like myself looked on with envy when this sexy beast. <laughs> Three buttons. Seen. It was black, it was round, and it said 16 bit right on the front, like in your face, bitch. <laughs> Moonwalker was one of the first Genesis games I ever played. At the time, I thought it was awesome. But other than the novelty of it, it being was awesome, Michael by the Jackson, yeah. was isn't the word really to use. anything too special about it. Uh, I agree with this guy. The only question is, are you bad? Are you bad? Let's find out. <laughs> bad. As it begins, Michael flips a coin in the jukebox and it's smooth awesome criminal it starts up. Smooth criminal. One of the greatest songs ever. So all you do is go around, kick fairy dust at people, and rescue kids. Yeah, you can't advance to the next level until you get all the kids. <laughs> of course. Now the best part about this is, you're rescuing kids who are like locked in closets. Yeah. It's... And, and, and this is obviously before everything came out no, about no, no, no. Michael. Oh yeah, Michael was all, all the rage. Like no, None of the bad stuff was out about Michael. Nobody realized that Michael was the one who put them in the closets. Now, now what, do you think they <laughs> set Michael down? And they said, alright Mike, we're, we're going to make a game. Here's the programmer. Tell him what you want to do in this game. Well, what I really want is to rescue children. That are in a closet. In a closet. But for the act of violence, though, you think he had, I'm surprised he actually co-signed with that. No, he, I'm sure he had a, he had a big, uh, I'm sure he had a big say in it. Oh, this, this game is big, man. And, and they're gonna be in the closet, and they're gonna be tied up. Who, uh, I mean, do you think, like, nobody would be able to force insight like this onto him, right? He had to portray it. Like, he, I think no, he was very hands on everything. No, Greg, it gotta get the game Shut however the I want up. it. <laughs> like, there, there wasn't a producer for, for EA Sports or something that came up and said, alright, Mike, we're gonna make Moonwalker. We want to find kids in a closet. No, he, this was his idea. This was his idea, 100%. Oh, yeah. And then, as a special thing, Bubbles is going to come out of my shoulder. <laughs> Bubbles, my chin. You got to find Bubbles. He comes out, and that, that's when he gets like special powers. Yeah. How many levels in that game? There uh, were a decent amount. Yeah, the best part is when he turns to the robot. Yes. Well, there's, there's, two really the good, game? there's two really good things about this game. Hey, Rob, one, did you beat the game before? I don't remember if I did or not. I don't think I did. I don't think I did. It was really hard. When you get the um, when you do the moonwalker dance, like you get the magic. Yes. And then everybody on the board has to do the dance, and then they die. And then they die. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of like a special move. And then becoming the robot was awesome. The robot was probably the best part. Yeah, because you just go around shooting everything. Um, but this game, it literally the whole time there was never another song. It just yeah. looped smooth criminal in every, <laughs> every board. Oh, the whole game. It was amazing. When me and my brother were kids, like when we first got this game. We, that we played it for hours. So one night, <laughs> we we used to live above my my um, great aunt and uncle, and my cousin lived right below us. Okay. So one night, Brian falls asleep playing the game <laughs> with the volume that's jacked a, that's up. That's such right, a right, Brian right. thing to do. So all my cousin John could hear all night was on constant loop. Oh my god! He comes running up the stairs. Probably like, you know, we're kids, so probably like 10, 11 o'clock right, right, at night. Right. It just rips the game out. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What an amazing game. But, you know, if you go back to the part of just the sick part of it about, you know, finding the kids in the closet, the chimp. I mean, well, this is real insight well, into where Michael was going. Yeah, but what we didn't realize. Like a what we yeah. didn't realize, yeah, though, absolutely. was that. Really, the guys who Michael was fighting in the game were the good guys, and Michael was the bad guy. Exactly. They were trying to save the children from Michael. That's a wonderful way of putting it. Isn't it? Yeah. So I take it that you guys buy into the whole Michael Jackson, you know, molested a whole bunch of children. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Oh. 
Just, well, just like Bill Cosby didn't rape anybody. Oh, no, no. I'm not so sure on that, but no, I, I I'll think... i disagree on that one. The Michael Jackson one is as clear as day. I mean, <coughs> what, was he was giving the kids wine, right? I mean, what did he call him? Jesus juice? Yeah. Oh, my God. What a sick guy, man. What a sick guy. Now, yeah. why do you, you let think... Let me ask you something, Greg. Yeah, yeah. Let me ask you something. You buy into this Michael Jackson stuff, yeah. yet you don't believe about the whole Bill Cosby... That is crazy. Woman. That's is a little it, weird. Is it as... Is it as in, you know... Yeah. Um, Exclude the whole kids thing out of it. But what about the I mean, like, what don't you believe about Bill Cosby not raping a woman? Maybe it's not what I don't, what I do or don't believe. I just haven't really been following. Wait a second, can, can I can I stop this for a second? Go ahead, Steve. I thought you believed that Bill Cosby. No, this had is what I said. This. I said I wouldn't put it past him for raping maybe you know one or two, yeah, maybe, that, you know, a little handful. Yeah. But 40, 50, No, I don't believe that. My only point from the start was it doesn't matter how many it was. Some of them are telling the truth. Hmm. Just like the children in the Michael Jackson. What are they getting case. out of it? What do you mean? What are they getting out of it? What, but, no, I'm saying like, what's the? Well, they're getting nothing out. Of it. They're not yeah. really getting anything out of it. So what's the point of like coming out and telling all these stories for what? Listen, I don't know where you're going with this. No, where I'm going with this is that out of nowhere, one day Bill Cosby was you know a great comedian, had a great show, mm. icon. And then the following week, it's well, like these women want to come out. It's, it's oh, actually not he true. He did this. He did it's that. It's actually not true. Those What's rumors, your objective? What those do you rumors, want to get out of that? Those rumors have been out there for years that he had been doing that. Yeah, but it's coming into headlines and now, now. And exactly. I don't know why it took so long, but there were women years ago who were claiming that this was I, know, you know, I, just, I, never I just don't think I have the, I never uh, heard of it. my finger on the pulse here of what was going on. I forget yeah. who it was. It was a model. I think it was Janice Dickinson. She was yeah. talking on the Stern Show years ago about how Bill Cosby had, really? had done this exact thing. Whoa. That's crazy. But anyway, back to Michael. I mean... Well, just back to video games in general. Yeah, back to video games. All right. Well, what what was your favorite video game of all time? Favorite video game? Um, it's hmm. an open question. It, it, I wasn't prepared for this. Both Greg I and I. Not prepared. No. Yeah, both. It's still to both of you. <laughs> I was really prepared for a Michael Jackson analysis. Mortal but Kombat. I, uh, Mortal Kombat, huh? That's yeah. a pretty good one. That's that was. Good one. It was. You know, it doesn't get the credit it's due because it was so groundbreaking at the time. It was way better than Street Fighter. I oh hated my Street God. Fighter. That was the whole thing. Yeah. Well, why would you want to play a game that you just punch people and you can just rip a guy's head off? I gotta say, all things being equal, just you know, <clears throat> not weighted by graphics or anything. I think Mike Tyson's Punch Out is one of my favorite games of all time. It's a great game. That was a great game. That was a great right? game. Yeah, that game I played. It was yeah. awesome. Is it amazing though that a game like Mortal Kombat, when it came out, they had to put like a blood code to? To get around some kind of restrictions. Yes, yeah. Yeah. Showing eight, oh, what was it, 16-bit blood? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. You that, have to put a special code to do that. And then that it was, game what? was classic. I and love that, that game. It was. And then yeah. it was 15 years later, they had a game on uh, PlayStation 2 where you could literally decapitate someone. Yeah. <laughs> that game was classic, man. I loved it. Getting your Grand Theft Auto. <clears throat> I mean, you can go with, sex with prostitutes you can have sex in the game. In a car and stuff. <laughs> and it's just, You're right. We have come a long way yeah. in video games. You go to strip clubs in the games. Yeah, the latest yeah. one. It's just a wild, wild game. But yeah, my favorite game, man. I don't know if I go to sport. NHL '94 is probably one it's of my great favorite game. games ever made. Great game. Yeah, I, I can play that. You know, when we get some of the guys together and play that. I, I have a blast. I mean, that's just to me one of the best. It's perfect because it's not too real, but it's real enough. It's a good social game. Yeah, maybe that. Maybe it's not that it's real enough. It's a great social game yeah. because it's just so simple. But fun. They came a long way from like the original Nintendo hockey. Yeah. With like the fat guys, skinny guys, and, and medium guys. Yeah. And you had to build was, your team. There was just enough control. <laughs> yeah. You know, I just enough NHL one. <laughs> PlayStation two. NHL one. Yeah. You don't, did you like it? Yeah, it was good. I, I like the NHL games to be honest. They're always pretty good, I have to say. But to me, '94 was just the perfect balance, and it has a social aspect, like you mentioned. 
which it, it makes it perfect for I, me. I think we all kind of <clears throat> hope the games would get more realistic, and then they did. Like, Madden And then it sucks. Just, exactly. I don't like it nearly as much yeah. anymore. They just don't have no, the you same. You don't like Madden because of the online <laughs> stuff with all, you know, you, think, well, you got a bunch of guys our age, our age group, they lock themselves in the basement. No, it's not. That's actually that's not what it. they do. It's it's not us that I'm worried about. It's it's the 12 year old out there who's locked himself in his basement who's kicking my ass. That's what bothers me. I don't we like being do. beaten by a 12 year old. That's yeah. demoralizing. And then it's he's, supposed to happen. And then he's talking smack to you on the yeah, and he's and he's bitch talking me. I can't do it's anything about happen. it. Not only is he beating you, he's talking give me the kid's fucking address. You. I'll go over there and beat the shit out of him. Right. Oh, like you've never thought about doing that before. Oh, it's a kid, man. You want, no, a absolutely. kid is supposed to be better than a grown up in a video game. I don't know. It is what it is. They push it to the edge. You want to just run over there and choke him. Well, well I want to hear some little shit being like, "Oh man, you suck." <laughs> I took off with his buddy. I took off the mic. This guy sounds like he's thirty-five. Yeah, I took off the mic. Play video games. I turn off the mic. <laughs> you turn no, off the mic. Nothing says confidence like turning off the yeah, mic. Yeah, like turning off the mic. Think about it. What type of conversation are you going to have with a 13-year-old? It's, it's a lose-lose. You're right. Man, it's a lose-lose. Well, you know was, Steve, you want to know what's better? When we, used to, when we were playing, uh, we were FIFA. playing FIFA. Was, I'm not giving FIFA enough credit. That no, no, wait. We, yeah. I like it. We yeah. play FIFA. And we would Any be shit talkers in FIFA. Oh, we'd be, oh talk, we'd be talking to like fifteen-year-old kids across the pond. Yeah. Oh, you're right, rubbish, mate. <laughs> <laughs> you guys played this game before, American. <laughs> you're trash. <laughs> Couple of wankers from America. <laughs> Mummy, I'm yeah. playing some Americans from over the pond. You should have invited me to the party, me. I would have heard that shit and laughed. Yeah, we, oh. we can get that going. We were yeah, rolling. It's funny. And then these guys are like 15, 16 oh, oh, wait, years what, old. No, what about the Brazilian guys? You have no yeah. clue what they're saying, yeah. but you know it's derogatory. Yeah. And she's like, these motherfuckers. What Greg, Greg, I've never seen Greg more racist than when we're playing FIFA. Really? Greg is not a racist guy at all, but when he's playing FIFA, it like turns on. I don't really? know why it is. Is that racist? I don't it's, it's when we're playing the video game, man. Because he gets to... really pissed off that these Brazilian guys are kicking our ass. And he's like, oh, it's fucking Brazilians. Yeah. Your country sucks. It's fucking dirty. <laughs> full of AIDS. Like, I don't think I ever said that. He's like screaming. Like, you sure? It doesn't sound like Greg to me. Yeah. It, when he's playing FIFA, he's a different guy. He used to uh, yell at me. I don't know about that. That's he used to I'm yell sorry. at me playing FIFA. It's allegations, man. It's, Dude, you know what? He could be like, we weren't, I wasn't doing any sports. It's the most competitive time. thing he was doing at the yeah, time. Yeah, and it just translated on that. And so it you was became terrible. Donald Sterling on FIFA. <laughs> no, no, no. He'd be like, oh my God, Greg, seriously? I'd miss, I'd miss, a, I'd miss like an easy Greg goal, Sterling. and Greg would be like, "Oh, Rob, what are you doing, man?" <laughs> He's right about that. I apologize for him because that's completely ridiculous. Someone needed to just rip me from the game and say, "What are you doing? You're an idiot." Oh, it was. But FIFA you know, was a great game, but man. it was fun. I had a great time. I, playing. Yeah, I mean, and again, it's a good social we, game. It's a good social game. Because I'm not into like the Call of Duty games <laughs> and stuff like that. Like. It's not I'm just I'm not good at it. Madden is a good social game too. How? No, it's How is one Madden person. Good, yeah, you're playing the against problem, each other. The problem with Madden is you can't play multiple people in the same Yeah, that's team. what I'm saying. When we Whereas play FIFA, you can. There's modes. But yeah, that's really can't, can't really be nearly as fun, like, right? Like who wants to block? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. Who wants to run routes that don't matter? You know the what computer I mean? does that. You got receiver, you got quarterback, yeah. you got running back. But see the thing about about soccer that's <laughs> great is you do every aspect and it's not bad. Yeah. We tried it in hockey a couple times, remember? It wasn't horrible. It's not bad. Well, why no, did you guys stop playing video games? You guys don't even play video games anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, we haven't bought a new system, so whatever there's the new, new system. There's new FIFA, there's new consoles. You guys don't play I, I anymore. Can't, I, I can't see shelling out like 400 bucks to a new console. That's I, not honestly, really the issue. Listen, it would consoles honestly be, have always uh, cost $400 even back in the day, man. That's no different. I know, but I had less things to spend money on back then. It's because your parents were buying your systems back in the days, like me. Well, yeah. My, I never bought a system myself. 
my parents bought me my systems when I was younger, and then my wife, my then girlfriend, bought me uh, my, my systems when I got a little older. So now since you have to buy something yourself, you're like, nope. Yeah, I can't. I can't. Yeah. Be, I don't it, have any money. It'd honestly be a decision between Rob, doing the show Rob, and playing Rob, video games. Rob, what do you mean you don't have any money? <laughs> That's my Rob. wife. <laughs> what do you mean you don't have any I don't money? have control. <laughs> Rob, you have the man cave studio. You I have do. everything I do. at your disposal. We sh- I mean, uh, I mean, I consider getting one, but then I don't think I'd play it enough. So this is all your wife right here. Uh, yeah, most of it. I'd have, no, I'd have no time to, honestly, to, to really dedicate. Or I don't know if I want to lose all the time. That you I have plenty of time. I don't. I don't. I'm actually a very, uh, what is the word? Short on time. <laughs> Since I couldn't think of the right word. You need to get, I, I, I would play again, but again. We'd have to, that, that's like a $500 commitment. That's, that's, that's my point, Greg. But you have a beautiful setup. Look at your setup. I, I know, I know. It's beautiful. You can watch TV on it and not have to pay $500. Five hundred dollars. I mean, at least I could sell it on the Xbox at the time. It was a DVD player too. You know what? It is your birthday. Okay, I'll yeah. buy you a system. Okay, thanks, dude. All right, wow. just meet me at GameStop after this. We're not gonna leave together from here. Just meet me here. I don't. I don't want to be seen walking out of my house with a black guy. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> you were fucking happy for a guy. At least my at least my issues only come out when I'm playing. You a have game. no choice. <laughs> you got no choice. As soon as you leave your house, man, it, it, there's a lot of us. That's true. That's true. Right across, right across the street, essentially. You live by Checkers. You don't live too far from Checkers. It's, it's true. <laughs> I don't. I have a Checkers and a Kentucky Fried Chicken within within walking oh, distance. Oh God! Well, it's been a great show. And a Caribbean. What, what's the Caribbean? It's like a it's Caribbean palace or something. Oh, it's shut no. down. Really? Yeah. Fan, is it tropical? What's something? the chain? There's a chain. Golden. Oh, yeah. Golden, golden, golden crust. crust. Golden crust. That's the baker. Yeah. Golden there's a golden crust, crust there, up right. here. Yeah. Is that good, Steve? I've never been there. That's all right. How about the trailer parks? Right. I mean, right across. Yep. Yep. Boy. And the Sayonara Hotel. <laughs> so what about leaving the house with a black man again? I'm cool with it. <laughs> My bodyguard. <laughs> I need someone to protect me. Hey, Rob, man, listen, man, you're a jack guy, man. You can protect yourself, man. <laughs> People have seen the pictures online. They know that's not true. <laughs> well, it's been another fantastic episode live from the Man Cave. We want to thank our special guest, Mike, for coming in and talking about that's some right. online dating. Steve, thanks for getting him on today. No problem. Rob, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you very much, guys. 35 is going to be a great 35, year. 35, yeah, man. Have a good one, man. St- Steve, you want to plug anything? Yeah, I'm a personal trainer. Get off your fat ass. Get into the gym. You want me to train you? My number is 516-270-8257. You can also contact me at Steve Amazing, A-M-A-Z-I-N-1-5 at AOL.com. Greg, you want to plug anything? All right, we got live from mancave at gmail.com. We have at live from mancave on Twitter and Facebook, live from the Man Cave. Do a search on the top. Hit us with some comments. Rob. Um, I'm going to plug my. Uh, I'm gonna plug a nice blog here. It's uh, Joe's blog, Keeping di- uh, Busy with Everyday Life. I like that. You can look I got to check on, that out. You can look it up on Facebook or Twitter. Joe has a blog? Yes, he does. Wow. And again, uh, he actually uh, gave the podcast a nice plug in there. Oh, that's Good. awesome. One of his top five favorite podcasts to listen to. Hey, I mean. So uh, check it out, Keeping Up. Uh, He's a keeping man busy with everyday life. He, he does. He has great taste. It's keeping busy with keeping everyday busy life? Keeping busy with everyday life. And where is that? On cool. a blogger site? That's, uh, you can look it up. Um, it's on Facebook. Okay. And uh, on Twitter as well. Beautiful. All right. So, we'll hit him up. Good? All right. Sounds good, guys. Great show. Right. Live from the man cave.